This is the 224 Podcast, Episode 1. My name is Brady McKinley. I will be your host. Um, Seeing that this is the first episode, I'll give you a little bit of a background on me, just so you can understand where I'm coming from and kind of my background. So, uh, I'm 18 years old, and I have a good amount of training in the public safety realm, um, public services, things like that, and not a career out of it in any way. Um, I have done an extensive amount of training. Um, read you the list here. Um, so the the outlet that I received all of my training from was the International Alert Academy, um, which ALERT stands for Airland Emergency Resource Team. Uh, basically a trade school if you want to compare it to anything like that it's kind of like a like a military trade school um i completed their their basic training which is just a nine-week course um past that moved on to the second phase which is ert and i in that training did sawyer which is being proficient with um chainsaws and things in that realm which which would be mostly tied to wildland firefighting, which is where um, that kind of is introduced to the academy because um, it is a big part of wildland firefighting, and so they adapt it into their training. Um, After that, I went into scuba training, which was uh, a week of just basic scuba diving and then advanced scuba diving, and then another week of special response diving. And... um, that was pretty intense um basically learning how to um find things underwater when you can't see anything um and through that i received my certification uh uh, the national academy of police diving and i received my special response diver certification after that i rolled into basic high angle rescue and i received uh, my certifications for that and then we rolled into basic medical response, um, and then basic structural firefighting, got the um, um, certification for that, and then we got um, some leadership training, and that was the end of the 10-week course. After that, I did the third um, phase, which is more of specialized training, so you can get specialized in firefighting, diving, high-angle leadership um, basically anything that you've already trained in, gotten your basic certifications in, you can then go and specialize in it to make it your career. I, however, picked the leadership side of things. There is a leadership class, and then there is what is called cadre, which most people who have been in the military realm or public safety realm kind of understand that word. Basically, it's just the leadership for some sort of training and uh in this case it's the basic training for alert um i received uh a position of office manager for the basic training um following my own basic training so it was um a very quick transition from student to leader um and uh yeah so that was a very incredible experience lots of leadership training through that and then after that, I went and worked for the summer camp that they have there for a little while. And now I am done with that school. Um, 
as far as I can tell in the foreseeable future, I would say that I'm done with my affiliation with Alert. Very proud of uh, the title I've earned and uh, the rank I've received and everything like that, but um, I would also say it's time to move on from that. So with that being said, um, I would like to eventually have a few guests on that were people who instructed me at Alert and just kind of talk with them, pick their brains a little bit about uh, some stuff they taught me and then other things that they try and have in their life um, consistently. Um, So that's just kind of me right now. My background um, with the military is personally um, not very extensive, but family-wise, there is a lot there, which doesn't mean a whole lot for me. It just kind of gives you an idea of... um, my knowledge on the military, I guess you could say, from the outside standpoint, I had a dad, or have a dad, he was in the army, and then my uncle, actually I have three uncles who were in the army, and two uncles who were in the navy, I have a granddad who was in the navy, a granddad who was in the marine corps, and then I have one cousin who is in the air force right now. When I was around 14 years old, I realized that this was kind of the path I wanted to take, and I went through the steps to enlist into the Army, but unfortunately, through that process, my high school transcript was not accepted. Um, really long story, we're still kind of battling that right now, but I think through that I've been able to open the door, or go through the door, I should say, of um, the ROTC route, and hopefully I'll be enrolling in college here soon and uh, doing that. So that's kind of where I am right now. I live in Houston, Texas, and... Uh, Yeah, so I do think it is important for me to cover this in the podcast to kind of get it out of the way. Um, The presidential race is kind of a big deal right now. Um, You know, it was just seems like yesterday it was a big deal in our country. But like I said, I'm 18, so this will be my first time voting. Um, And that being said, I don't feel like I have enough knowledge on this topic to give an official like opinion or platform. Um, I don't think that um, anyone really cares about my opinion, honestly. I mean... I'm just an 18-year-old kid who has basically no um, experience in the real world outside of training. So um, I would say that if I was going to make a statement on the presidential race, I would say that I know who I will vote for as of right now. It's pretty clear to me who the best candidate... based on my beliefs, who that is. But at the same time, I'm always looking for what is true. Um, And that would be my advice to anyone, um, that you need to look for what's true. Um, Policies and all that, it's it's great. But if A, it can't really happen, or B, it won't work, then it's not true. And I think that if we ignore all the political correctness and the way they speak to people and all this stuff that really won't affect their actual presidency, and we look at what they're saying just for what it is, not for what we dig into it and look for problems or things that we can use to um, look good upon the candidates, but just for what it means, for what they're saying if we find the truth 
then we'll have our candidate. But it feels as if today, because of the cards that America's been dealt, I would say it'll be picking the lesser of two evils when it comes down to after the primaries. But uh, that would just be my advice, would be um, just look for the truth. And if you look for the truth and you find it and you truly believe it's the truth, then that's really all that can be asked of you. So that's my opinion. Um, I won't give an official candidate that I support or like because at this point it could change depending on what I feel is uh, a good decision. Um, but yeah, so another thing on the podcast, we will hopefully every episode um, get do a... Um, a fallen warrior kind of tribute, um, kind of just talk about a person and acknowledge them. Uh, this episode, we will be talking about Jose Gonzalez. He's this episode's fallen warrior. He is a master sergeant in the U.S. Army. Gonzalez deployed seven times during his career. He deployed twice as a Marine in 2003 and 2005. And then as an Army infantryman, he deployed in 2009. In 2014, he completed the Special Forces Q course as an engineer sergeant and was assigned to the 7th Special Forces Group Airborne. He was deployed as a Green Beret in South America in 2014 and 2018. He deployed to Afghanistan in 2016 and 2019. In 2019, he died in the line of duty and he was awarded the Bronze Star and the Purple Heart. And ladies and gentlemen, this kind of person right here that I'm discussing, I'm reading these things to you, and it becomes evident that the people that fight for our country are the people who are giving us the freedom to complain about it. That hits me in a way that is a confusing yet beautiful thing because we live in an America that's very self-focused, self-centered. I mean, we're talking about people who will complain about the levels of chemicals in water in specific water bottle brands that's too high. They'll buy chemicals to pour it in their water to test it for the levels of chemicals that are in the water itself and complain about it all over YouTube. Complaining that Fiji water has too much acid in it. Things like that. We're talking about complaining about the technicalities and the tiny little details of conveniences that we should not have. In light of the world and its condition. There are people in this world who have never tasted a drop of water that did not have mud in it. Or fecal matter. There are people in this world who have never gone to bed at night knowing that they will have a meal in the morning. Or people who have gone to bed at night ever in their lives knowing if they won't be killed by people who want to see them dead. People in this world who go to bed at night knowing every night there's people hunting for them that wish them harm because they believe differently. Yet in America, we go to bed at night knowing that we'll have a freezer full of food that we can heat up in the morning, go to work, make money, come home to our families, and enjoy life. Yet we complain about the technicalities of our conveniences that we don't like. That our cell phone battery dies too fast. 
that the TV isn't working, or that Netflix is taking a TV show off that we really want to watch. But there's men and women who acknowledge the fact that these freedoms don't come free. It's just not everyone pays. So Jose Gonzalez, we salute you. Your family is in our prayers. And we appreciate the sacrifices. That is the thing that makes America, America, in my opinion. But it will take quite a bit of time before that sinks in with the entire country, if it ever does. All right, so big idea. Uh, This probably won't be a part of every episode, but I just wanted to kind of put this out there. I was talking with some friends the other day, and uh, we were acknowledging how often we hear that America confiscated, you know, some massive amount of money and drugs off the coast of America being smuggled in. My question is, is why don't we find a country that drugs aren't illegal, sell it to them, and then pay off the national debt? I don't know if that's possible or a good idea. I just thought it was kind of a funny concept that my friend and I had come up with. Um, all right, so just one last uh, thing for this episode will be um, the website. So if you don't know, 224 is also an apparel brand. Actually, was that first. This is kind of a branch off of that. And the website is not up at the moment. Uh, the reason behind that being the products we were using um, didn't really satisfy what we wanted to be selling. Um, we didn't like the material. The t-shirt wasn't what we had envisioned. Um, so we have right now two designs out. We have the uh, Removed series, which is our staple series. And then we have the Liberty series, which just released today. And that will be... Um, followed by three more series where we are working on finishing up now. But the website is not up right now because the actual materials that we want to have for the shirts are not what we are expecting yet, and we are still working on finding what's right for our brand and what we want to sell. Um, We don't want to make something that's going to make us money. We want to make something that's going to make our consumers happy, and we don't just want to sell a garbage product that no one will ever want. So uh, we are working on that right now, and yeah, so... If you go follow us on Instagram, you will know the moment the website is up, and uh, you can go get your t-shirts if you so wish. That is all the business we have for this episode. Like I said, my name is Brady McKinley. This has been the 224 Podcast, Episode 1.